that changed the story. Your words have power. Talk about your dreams. Speak a mental existence. Let's change the story. Welcome to Viking Voices. I'm Tisha Frederick, and I'll be your host, leading you through the episodes. Listen along as we share stories featuring the storyteller and all of us. Here at Viking Voices, your words matter. Welcome to January 2024, where everything is new, new, new. As we enter the new year, this new podcast is an episode called Who Knew, a.k.a. K-N-E-W. You'll hear Viking voices telling of things you may never have known otherwise. So sit back, relax, and tune in. All right, so I'm here with Mrs. Pierce, and she is ready to share some information that has got us in North America and South America. All right, take it away. So I am related to the person who helped invent the Ferris wheel, um, distantly related, and that was invented in Chicago, and it was at the first, one of the first um, fairs there in Chicago. And then on the other side of the United States and South America, I am also related to the, my great-great-grandfather was the first person to bring in Charley cows, which are the white cows that you see in Wyoming. Um, he brought them up from Mexico all the way to Wyoming. So, yeah. And did you happen to show Charley is that 4-H or anything? No, I did not. <laughs> My mom did on our ranch, but that was it. Awesome. Well, thank you, and who knew? got my buddy Cord Pruitt here, and we know that he just was nominated for Student of the Month in sixth grade, so that's an honor to have um, a nomination like that, but probably something you don't know about Cord is that I go to Bronc Ridings about every month at Colorado, the Double Check Arena, and last month when I went, I got on two bucking horses and I won first place. I got $150 and a really cool pocket knife and two cinch certificates. Awesome. And that was just from one rodeo? Yeah. Nice. Okay. And so you do this once a month. Um, Have you been injured at all? No, not really bad yet. Okay. Do you think wrestling helps? Yeah, I'd say it does. Because you wrestle for Wheatland? Yeah, every weekend. I'm going to Scotts Bluff this weekend. Okay. And how how are you doing there? Have you gotten some medals? or? Yeah, I've been wrestling for five years, and I've probably got 50 medals. Whoa. And something I know about you that other people might not know 
Um, once in a while, I'll drive the excursion and pick you up before for school. And you've already been out doing an hour's worth of chores, at least. Yeah. What do you, what do, you do there? I usually feed and water dogs and go break ice when it's really cold outside. Okay, you are just an all-around in more than the rodeo sense, aren't you? But yeah. go back to the rodeo, what is your goal? My goal is to go to the junior NFR. That's something I always have really wanted to do Okay. since I've started bronc riding. Nice. And I think the way it sounds that it's going, if you keep going like that, I think you'll make it. Yeah. All right. Thank you, Cord. Bye. Okay, so I'm sitting here with my friend Eric, who is friends with LV, and they usually provide lots of entertainment and surprises for the kids around Christmas. But something you might not know, a secret they've been keeping, is something Eric's going to let us in on. Take it away. Hi there, this is Eric. Something you may not know about me is that I can juggle. I learned how to do it by watching my dad do it himself. Later on in life, I found a book that came with juggling balls. I decided I would teach myself how to do it by using the motions that my dad had did. So that's how I taught myself how to juggle. Awesome. And I also juggle. So kids, if you're listening, Eric and I are going to practice one of these days. And we may be able to put on a little show for you. How about that? Okay, I can't promise I'll be good at it, but I'll try. Hi, I'm Ayla. I'm in fifth grade, and in class, we're learning about famous people. Me and my partner are learning about Selena and Tania. And one thing you might not know about her, besides her being a singer, is that her and one of the band members got together, but secretly because her dad didn't like him. And they secretly were dating for three years, and they ended up getting married secretly. Yeah. My name's Eliana, and I'm partnered with Ayla in this project. And some things you might not know about Selena Quintanilla is she is Hispanic, but in 2017, she was platinum blonde. I'm here with Mrs. Razor, who is our student support specialist. And is she special all right? Yes, she is. She has a list of things that I am sure you never knew. Okay, well, I guess I could start with my very first job in high school. I was Chuck E. Cheese, and I thought that would just be the most wonderful job in the world. And for many reasons, it was not. <laughs> of which I will not go into on the podcast, but it um, definitely motivated me to go to college. 
So I did. And um, throughout the years before I became a teacher, I had some jobs in sales and I was a buyer at IBM. But I also did theater and um, musical theater was my favorite. And a woman who was like an advertising person where I lived um, in, in the Binghamton area in New York um, was impressed with one of my performances and asked if I would do a cell phone commercial for a local cell phone company. And this was way before like the big companies like Verizon and all those. And so I said, sure, that'd be great. So I signed a contract for like $30 and it was going to be on air for like two weeks. And three years later, I couldn't walk into the grocery store without being accosted by every person um, repeating my tagline, like, have your brother call me, have your mother call me, like whatever it was I said in the commercial. <laughs> so um, I had my 15 minutes of fame and... um and all evidence is lost. We can't find it on the internet anywhere because nobody can remember the name of the company. But that's probably my biggest, I don't know, secret, I guess. So did you get uh, free cell phone service? I did now? not. <laughs> <laughs> I got like $30, so that was it. And my mother was like, you should have got a lawyer. And I was like, well, what's done is done, I guess. But it was fun. It was something different. That's so, amazing. Yeah, it was fun. All right. Well, thank you for sharing. Oh, you're welcome. All right, I'm here with Isaac Miller, and those of you that know Isaac probably think he's a little on the shy side. However, what you may not know is... Oh, yes, it is an honor to be here. Um, well, I wouldn't say I'm really shy. I love uh, to play musical instruments, and what you may have heard me play before is taps. It, is, it was really an honor playing taps with Mr. Butler at our band for the veterans. Mm -hmm. So do you ask him if you can do that with them? Did you get chosen? How does that work? So um, he kind of wanted me to do it. And so I felt as though it was an honor. Mm -hmm. I'd give full credit to him because he's the one that chose me and it wouldn't have happened without him oh nice and i remember your parents sitting front and center watching the program for what i will say is that um i am really good at um being honorable to those who deserve it and that's why i felt like what i was doing for the veterans oh nice well thank you i'm sure they appreciated it because um, I remember everyone clapping and enjoying the music. So we appreciate that. Thank well, you. Well, thank you. It's a pleasure being here. All right. So I did beg Miss Holland to come down from high school and share with you a little bit about her pitching in L.A. And I don't mean baseball. So, Miss Holland, line us out. <laughs> okay. So in L.A., when you go to pitch – an animated series, you can often talk a big-name house like Cartoon Network, Nickelodeon, a studio that you would go in with a pitch Bible and you come with a complete storyline, an entire season of 22-minute shows. Remember, you have to have eight minutes for advertising of a character. And if it's a household sponge that lives underwater in a giant pineapple or whatever it becomes, you have to go in and pitch it. And usually, like, I would always go in to animation houses and make sure that they pitch with a theme song. I would always make up a theme song so they kind of had it attached. And 
it's a very unique experience. It's a little like auditioning as an actor, but a lot more detailed and everything is laid out so they can kind of have an idea. A first pitch is sort of like, hey, we just want to see what you have. A second pitch might be like, hey, did you have the storyboards for that? Like, what's the pilot look like? And as you go along, they'll want to see more and more of it. Now, they can stop you after the first five seconds. Like, they can just be like, we don't like any of it. In that case, you need to have a second pitch Bible ready to go. So you'll be like, well, you didn't like that. What about this? And that's basically how you go into animation pitch houses. And this is as an independent. If I work for the Mouse House or I work for Cartoon Network, I they might have an option for me as an employee. These were all outside contests where they were asking other young animators to come in and make pitches because they knew better to discover new talent than to have to sort of breed it within the, the studio. Okay. So can you give us just like a tiny sample of what that sounds like? So I'm like... I'm the okay. I'm the judge. Uh-huh. Or you do you have uh, they're usually um older animators, they're usually the producer, um director and maybe one of the cinematographers coming along and you'll say so my f- most famous pitch was about a ketchup bottle that runs a nightclub in the back of a fridge. They loved the concept, they were into it. And then the other one they really loved was Burly Buffalo about a buffalo who is a flight attendant and he meets his mentor which is a Native American gentleman. And the song that I did for that was yippee kaye yippee-ki-yo, burly buffalo, yippee yippee-ki-yo, waiter of the skies, put the plane in overdrive, passing peanuts, saving <laughs> life, watching luggage on the go, what a crazy buffalo. And then you go from there <laughs> and you'd jump on the table. You'd, you'd sell yourself as well as the pitch Bible. Oh my gosh, I just pictured myself in the director's chair going, right. yes, yes, I love it. Yes, depending on your energy, you can push the you can push the plot along. I I tried the hardest with this really bad pitch and um Heather Kenyon over at uh Cartoon Network was like, no, we, we can't ever use this. Like never, never again. Because it was sort of recycled. It was too similar to something else they um, had. Yeah. So you also have to be up on what's being produced currently and not make a fool of yourself by coming in with the exact same story of, you know. Two beavers that are angry. So, <laughs> yeah. oh my gosh, I love it. Well, you know, as we're as this episode says, who knew that is so great? Thank you. You're welcome. Thank- hey guys, Adam here, also known as Inspect, and I'm the forty thousandth ranked Fortnite player in the world. Um. Okay, and. So I'm thinking 40,000, that's kind of crazy compared to how many people on average play. Uh, so 650 million people play the game. There's 650 accounts on it. Whoa. So you're definitely up there. Mm-hmm. Um, and so would you be considered a professional at this point? Uh, I mean, no, not really because I haven't qualified for any tournaments. But if I started playing more tournaments. So I'm thinking back about five years ago, I had a Fortnite math night and it was just kind of like the parachutes and some, um, slurp juice. Yeah, no. Um, so slurp (laughs) juice were a pretty big thing in the game in chapter four. You got them out of caches and, um, uh, they're the best healing item in the game. And so it depends on what you play. Some people like playing creative. Some people play pubs. I just play a mixture of both. I play creative to kind of warm up and practice before I get into ranked games or go to play a tournament. 
But um, uh, Slurp Juices aren't in the um, uh, loot pool right now for this season, but uh, they are still in creative, and so you use them on maps to like kind of navigate your way through. Well, that's great. And who knew that you just put yourself on a map? Way to go, Adam. All right, I just grabbed my buddy Riker out of lunch. I think it's going to be great that he shares with you something you guys may not know. When I was younger, I used to race quarter midgets. And if you won, you could get a trophy, trophy, a plaque or medal. Then that's about it. Did you guys get jackets? Or did your yeah just- for like the banquets and stuff we got like a jacket a beanie or some stuff like that yeah I thought you had some swag mm-hmm. all right so um, what was your I guess most memorable moment and why rolling them because it uh, would scare my mom and my grandma the whole time <laughs> and your grandparents were super fans weren't they didn't they go to all the races yeah. Awesome. And so Rhett races as well, right? Mm-hmm. Who's better? Uh, I don't know. Probably me. <laughs> Just because you're more experienced or? Yeah, probably. I, he only raced one year. Yeah. And then why'd you guys decide to give it up for a bit? So we, so I can do, play more baseball and go, we can go camping stuff, do more sports. Yeah, because you were gone a lot, right? Mm-hmm. Took you. Where were some of the places you guys ended up going? Texas, Las Vegas, California. And that's about it. The main track we used to race at and practice was Colorado. Hmm. What about your numbers? Do you have a special number? 23. What's, why did you pick that one? Because it's my birthday. Oh. Rhett, what was your number? 17, I mean. 17? What, did you pick that for any special reason? No? Birthday. Oh, his birthday, too? hmm Okay. Well, thanks, guys, for sharing. And um, like I said, we're just telling people things that w- they might not know about you otherwise. So I think that's pretty awesome. Okay, and to wrap up our episode on Who Knew, I have three friends here that are going to share something with you that we are pretty sure you do not know. Hi, my name's Olivia, and we were born in Germany. Hi, my name is Audrey, and me and Olivia had the same crib at our house. Hi, my name is Avery, and Louie's sister Maddie helped me in the hospital. Thank you for listening. We hope you've enjoyed another episode of Viking Voices. 
And if you did, please like and or leave a review on Buzzsprout, Apple Podcast, or Spotify. Hope to have you back here next time on Viking Voices, where your words matter. Let's change the program. Let's reset my business.